We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Show with uh, Dan and Ann, my wife, Ann. And uh, we're coming to you on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. And Angela, if you would tonight, if you'd introduce our special guest, we're so glad she's with us and she's been through heck on earth. But if you oh, yeah. introduce be wonderful. You bet. Well, we have a wonderful pro- program for you guys tonight. The name of the show tonight is One Wild Ride, about abuse and recovery among Jehovah's Witnesses and other cult survivors. We'll be interviewing our guest, Sharon Tyson. Sharon is an ex-JW cult survivor, the mother of four children, and has served for the past 10 years as an anti-cult activist, working with many such groups around the world, including in the U.S., Nigeria, Italy, Africa, Brazil, New Zealand, Australia, the Philippines, 
Um, she's also been a volunteer in various grassroots projects aimed at helping XJW children and adults to recover and has developed a series of programs for XJW children to help them heal. For more information about this program series, we'll, we'll give it to you again later, but it's, it's www.exjw-help.com. Sharon is also a sex abuse survivor. Been, she's been shunned, had to go into hiding for uh, survival with her children, then dealing with PTSD along with several of her children, which led to several suicide attempts and has other family members who have succeeded in taking their own lives. Beyond these challenges, Sharon and her children are beginning to rise above it all and stand taller. She now translates the leading uh, newsworthy stories for XJWs throughout the world and is currently working on turning her charity into a nonprofit. Welcome, Sharon. Hi, thank you for having me. Did I, yeah. get, it, did I get it all right there, Sharon? <laughs> Pretty much, uh, with one exception. Uh, my website is xjw-help. Not ex. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But, but that's yeah, that's common. A lot of uh, activists choose either exjw or xjw for their sites and that type of thing. So that's understandable. Gotcha. All right, we'll get it. We'll get it right from now on. Yeah. Well, Sharon, you know, when I heard this, ex cult activist, xjw cult survivor. JW children and adults helping them to recover, hiding for you know survival, suicide attempts, a sex abuse survivor. Are you talking about the same people that come to your door in the little suits with the watchtower and awake? Yeah, um, as shocking as that seems, um, that's true. Um, that was a large part of my life for 33 years. Um, I was born into it. And um, so I really didn't have an option, you know. Um, yeah. Some people, some people that join uh, and decide to leave later, they uh, they kind of beat themselves up over the fact that how could I have gotten involved in uh, something that I thought was, you know, the only truth or involved in, you know, the only true religion. And, you know, come to find out they were wrong. And, um, but, you know, anyone that's listening that feels that way, you know, rest assured you shouldn't beat yourself up. It's uh, very coercive. Yeah, yeah. It, is. it seems like there's a big difference between, you know, what goes on at the door and what goes on inside there. And would you feel free to, like, tell us, like, your particular situation? Because what I'm finding since, you know, I was a witness, too, for 40 years, and I left. And when I was in there, nobody talked about nothing. I mean, you didn't speak to the elders about anything bad. You know, we were always afraid to bring reproach on God, Jehovah. And, you know, we couldn't tell anybody. It was a secret. And now they have some two-person rule. I don't even know what it means. Maybe you could touch on it. But... Can you tell us a little bit about what happened to you in there, how you like became a survivor and cult, you know, all this stuff, the reason you're doing everything you're doing, it had to be something traumatic for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it did involve a lot. So I'll try to summarize it as best as I can. Um, basically, um, I, I grew up in a small town of about 300 people. And um, I wasn't supposed to associate with anyone that was not a Jehovah's Witness outside of um, 
you just your average day of going to school. You know, there was no after school visiting friends or anything like that. It was, I grew up very isolated. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, thank goodness I had um, a couple of relatives, you know, two families in town that were Jehovah's Witnesses. And so I did have, you know, my cousins to play with sometimes. But my mom actually broke the rule and let me have one worldly friend. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, and yeah, and she became my everything, you know. What's a worldly um, friend? What's that? Uh, someone that's not a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, okay. Could be, you know, anyone in this world that's not mm. a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. No Christians or anybody. No, uh, uh-uh, absolutely not. And as a matter of fact, she was uh, raised Catholic. Not that oh. that matters, but yeah. Mm. M- meaning your mother or the friend? Your friend. My friend. Yeah. My friend. Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, so, um, you know, just as an example of how extreme their belief system is, when when I was about eight or nine years old, uh, my cousin, she called me, and she was only like seven, maybe. She called me, and she said, you know, Sharon, I can't play at your house anymore. You can't come over to our house and play. And I said, why? And she said, well, because you have a worldly friend. And so, you know, I didn't want to lose my relatives. So, you know, so at an early age, I I learned to follow the governing body's rules. And the governing body is uh, the leaders of Jehovah's Witnesses out of New York. So, yeah, so, um, so my, so, you know, I was afraid of losing my relatives. So, you know, I wrote my friend a letter and, uh, I told her I couldn't be her, or no, actually, I called her, and I said, you know, I can't be your friend anymore. She said, why? And I said, well, because you're worldly. She wrote me a nasty letter, and, um, you know, <laughs> well, we ended up, I, I, you know, my gut instinct and just natural selection, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't leave my one friend. So somehow I managed to juggle it and uh, maintain my, you know, some friendship with my relatives and still kept my friend, but it was always a big stressor for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but so then, um, I, um, my, I lost my brother in a tragic accident when I was 11 and that's when my parents really started going to the meetings at their church, which is the kingdom hall. Um, and so when I really found out, you know, what their beliefs were and about the age of 11, you know, I was like, well, I want to see my brother in paradise again. You know, I thought I'd never see him again unless I was a faithful Jehovah's witness. And so, you know, my goal was, I wanted to be a missionary. Um, you know, I, I've always loved doing good and helping people and, so I made up my mind at the age of um, like 12, I think, that I was going to be a missionary for Jehovah's Witnesses. And so um, I was, um, I studied the Bible a lot with my grandmother, 
who she became a, she was the first one in our family to become a Jehovah's Witness during World War II. And um, so then by the age of 16, an elder, a Spanish elder and his wife were studying with me. Mm-hmm. And they were teaching me Spanish, um, you know, how to read Spanish in the Bible. Uh, as an example, toda la escritura es inspirada por Dios, you know. Wow. And <laughs> one good thing that came out of it. I, I don't know what you said, but hey. <laughs> I read all scriptures inspired of God. Oh. Um, and so, so one day, uh, and I was homeschooling at this point, um, all of my friends at the Kingdom Hall uh, had been disfellowshipped or disassociated, uh, the, the youth, they were just wiping them out one by one. If they made a mistake, they were out. Um, so, you know, I had nobody to hang around with, you know, at the kingdom hall, my parents were gone all the time. I homeschooled. I was very isolated. I had never dated. I didn't watch much television. And so one day I was home alone and the phone rang. And I answered it. The elder's wife had given her 30-year-old son my phone number. Mm. And he uh, had previously, like two years prior to that, had uh, been disfellowshipped or excommunicated for smoking a cigarette. His his uh, marriage failed as a result of his being disfellowshipped. He turned to drinking alcohol, became homeless, and had nowhere to go, tried committing suicide, and ended up moving in with his uh, father and mother, who were, uh, he was an elder. So anyways, um, he asked me uh, to take Bible notes for him at our next assembly, which was that weekend. And I uh, then that following Monday, he called me to make arrangements to. All right, um, hold, that, hold that thought there, okay. uh, Sharon. Uh, we're going to have to take a commercial break, but okay. Sharon Tyson will be back with us coming up right after the commercial break. You're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. And again, our guest this hour is Sharon Tyson. Her website is xjw uh, help.com. That's x jwhelp.com for more information about heart to heart radio show visit heart to heart radio show.com or check out our website prodigaljourneys.com again we'll be right back up to the commercial break you're listening to heart to heart radio on the x zone broadcast network www.xzbn.net Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, 
and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. We're back. Tonight our guest is Sharon Tyson, and her website is www.exjw. No, X, that's xjw. xjw-help.com. And our topic tonight is called One Wild Ride, which is about abuse and recovery among Jehovah's Witnesses and other cults. All right, Sharon, if you just want to pick up where you left off, where you were talking about how you came into this organization and up to the point of abuse. Okay, thank you. Um, so, uh, let me try to remember where I was. Um, Wait for so, us. yeah, so he made arrangements, uh, this 30 year old man made arrangements to meet me at a local restaurant and to. Um, obtained the Bible notes that I had taken over the weekend, and I thought I was helping my Bible teacher to bring her son back to the flock, and thus I was acting as this missionary that I wanted to be. 
anyway, so I met him. Uh, he asked me, would you like to take a walk at the park and talk about this? And uh, I agreed, thinking it was another opportunity to uh, witness to him. Instead of taking me to the city park, he took me to an isolated park, and um, that was the beginning of uh, statutory rape. And um, it was the elders of our church found out about it um, through his sister, through this man's sister, and uh, they never called the police or reported it. And that is... That is very common among Jehovah's Witnesses, and as you mentioned earlier, the two-witness rule. Um, So basically, the leaders of Jehovah's Witnesses have taken a scripture from the Bible, I believe it's from the uh, Old Testament, that says that if there's not, there has to be two or three eyewitnesses to, you know, an accusation against any brother um, or sister, you know, and if there isn't, then they feel that there's, they don't, uh, have any judicial case, you know, or anything against this person. Um, and they certainly don't notify the authorities. Um, you know, what's so, what's strange yeah. to me is, you know, they have zero toleration, you know, for wrongdoing within there. It's like, you can do the littlest thing and there's zero toleration. I mean, you know, you're unreproved, you're disfellowshipped. But when it comes to the authorities, I mean, they hide. There's there's no, you know, what you're saying. Absolutely. And, and the perfect example is what I'm saying, where this man was disfellowshipped for smoking cigarettes. Oh but then when he committed statutory rape, um, it was ignored. Yeah, you know, there's this other story we heard on the, uh, one of the last sh- few shows about a boy who wanted to defend his sister who had been uh, raped by somebody in there. I, it might have been a family member. I forgot now, but um, he absolutely, yeah, it was uh, it was an elder. And it, it, she, he was told, no, you are not to say anything to anyone. Well, he disobeyed, and he did anyway, insisted, and he told an elder. Well, the next thing you know, his parents were forced to kick him out of the house, out on the street. He was this young kid, beca- ended up going uh, into, being picked up by drug users, ended up a drug addict, an alcoholic, um, a process, you know, he was, you know, treat, yeah. you know, sexually abused, and what a mess, and ended up, you know, just in a very mess of a life because this little young boy who had no life after that is crazy. That, and he tried to go home and say, "Please feed me, I'm hungry," and they said no, and they slammed the door, and he just went down. It was awful. And I just can't yeah. believe that that they would do such a thing. Sharing, well, yeah. it, it, the thing, the. The you know I've been an activist now for uh, ten ten plus years um, in in this grassroots project and um, what amazes me is the fact that um, now that there's you know it's it's gone public you know it's it's all over in the news all over the world and you know the governing body of Jehovah's Witnesses is now you know having to stand trial for. Uh, you know, an answer up for what they're doing, but there's they, you know, that they're using their attorneys and the law uh, to try and protect themselves, but they are losing millions of dollars as a result. And kingdom halls are being closed, um, large wow. convention centers are being sold off. Um, I mean, they're they're really hurting, and um, you know, we we couldn't rejoice any more than. <laughs> 
than, you know, for all the hard work we've all put in for years. And, you know, I've only been in it 10 years. I know activists that, you know, have been doing this for 20 years. Wow. So what happened to you after all this? What, what happened after all this happened? Well, you know, this... I ended up, um, that man kept sneaking around to see me and, you know, he was the first person I was ever with and I thought I was in love. And so my, my mother and his mother pressured me into marrying him. And, you know, it was either leave him alone, you know, you guys leave each other alone or get married. Well, I thought that's what love was. And so I got married as soon as I turned 18 and uh, I was married to him for 16 years and I had four children. I was pregnant and nursing for 10 years straight nonstop. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Yeah. But I, I eventually, he became, um, he became super controlling, super manipulative, um, and very abusive. And it just got to the point I couldn't take it anymore. And, um, I ended up kissing a man at work and, I was ex, I confessed and I was told by the elders, I, I was interrogated for four hours in front of three elders and my husband and they Over asked very deep. Yes. And I was, I was asked very detailed information. I was very embarrassing and humiliating and he, my husband had started stalking me at work and stuff. And anyways, um, they they basically said that I needed to stay with him in order to make Jehovah happy. Well, I, I opted to do what was best because he had become homicidal and suicidal. So I went into hiding. I told them, you're going to have to make a decision. So they excommunicated me and um, my children and I went into hiding in the uh, local domestic violence program. Man, oh man, Sharon. How old were you again? You were 16? Uh, well, no, I have my four children, you oh, know, okay. That's right. um, I, yeah, I was 33 years old when I ended up raising my children on my own. They were seven, nine, 11 and 13. Man. Wow. Do, you, do you ever worry, Sharon, about telling this, worrying that you might be in danger for telling these kind of stories to, to people? Um, you know, like you might get backlash from maybe killed. Um, do you ever worry about anything, anything like that? Uh, not killed, um, you know, maybe years ago um, from my husband, but um, over the years, he kind of, he's, you know, much older now. He's like 60, I think, 60-something. Okay. So, you know, he's, um, you know, kind of mellowed out as he's gotten older, and he's, he leaves me alone, but... Um, so where's your head at now? Do you, are you an atheist? I, you know, I, after something like that, you'd wonder, do you, do you still believe in the Bible or how do you feel about God? <clears throat> where's your head at now? I would say I'm somewhat, somewhat agnostic, I guess, um, slash pantheistic. Uh, my grandmother was Native American and uh, I never got to meet her, but my mom said that we were so much alike and um, I'm just naturally drawn to nature and that's where I find my, a lot of my peace and my healing. And, um, after I left the witnesses the first two years, I, 
I didn't pray. I, I didn't know what to call God um, because, you know, they said God was Jehovah and um, other Christians, you know, when I left, other Christians were like, no, you know, well, yeah, that's just one name for him. But God is Jesus. You know, so yeah. I, I was so confused. And but eventually, after two years, there were several times where my back was up against a wall, you know, so to speak. And I didn't know what to do, who to turn to for help. My family wouldn't talk to me. Um, I had no friends, you know, total shunning. And so one day I was like, man, all I can do is pray. So I just, I prayed and I addressed God in general. And I just said, Hey God, um, I need your help. If you're real, would you answer me and help me? You know? And I, I have to admit that I have experienced several miracles. Like there's no way, no way that it was a coincidence. But um, at the same time, I had, when I left the witnesses, I began to notice that I had this feeling in my hands, like a drawing sensation, a magnet. And uh, especially if I was, uh, I'm in the medical field. So if I was around somebody that um, was sick or depressed or something, I would get this strange feeling in my hands. And uh, eventually I found out that that um, we, I guess, we all have the ability to heal. Um, and so, wow. yeah, do you have any questions? Hold that. I'm going to pick that right up after the break here, uh, Sharon Angela. We have to take a break. Yes, we do. Um, you're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. And again, if you'd like to learn more about our guest, Sharon Tyson, her website is www.xjw-help.com. That's an xjw-help.com. For more information about Heart to Heart Radio Show, visit www.hearttoheartradioshow.com or check out our website, prodigaljourneys.com. Again, we'll be right back after the commercial break. And thanks for joining us. They are here and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologist, 
facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Amen.com The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. Right. We're back. We've been talking with our guest tonight, Sharon Tyson, and her website is www.xjw-help.com. And our show tonight is called One Wild Ride. And we've been talking about abuse and recovery among Jehovah's Witnesses and other cult survivors. And Sharon, we left off with, you know, your grandmother, Native American, um, you recognize that you, it sounds like you had some spiritual gifts that were passed down to you. And I was wondering if you could just share some of those, if, you know, have you had any miracles or healing or anything like that? That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, uh, one thing I wanted to mention um, is that I, I believe that um, I first started experiencing um, these gifts when I was, still a Jehovah's Witness. Actually, I was about 14, and I was uh, at a meeting, you know, one of the, the church meetings, and this young man went up on stage to give his first uh, talk, his first speech, and I could feel his nervousness as he went up there, and um, I, I thought to myself, I wonder if I thought, I bet if I focus my attention on him long enough that I could draw his negative, well, now I call it negative energy, but back then, you know, I didn't know what to call it. I just thought I could draw his nervousness out of himself and into me and help him. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I stared this young man down, and I literally got so nervous. I had to get up out of my seat and go back to uh, the back room. Um because, and I, I, anyways, so yeah, but I didn't know how to get rid of uh, negative energy, you know, at the time. I didn't know, realize what had happened. So then, uh, after I left the witnesses, um, I, you know, I do home health care. And 
um, I was telling one of my clients, uh, she was familiar with healing, and I was describing to her how I, my hands feel sometimes. And she said, honey, you might be a healer. Well, I was so afraid of her. I thought she was like demon possessed or something, and I was going to drop her as a client. <laughs> and um, I'm glad I didn't. Um, a few days later, uh, I I was sitting there, and I, I could like sense that she had this t- terrible pain in her left arm. And I, I told her, I said, does your arm hurt? Anyway, she... Uh, she said, yeah. And I said, where at? And she pointed exactly where I thought it was at. Here she had fallen the day before and she didn't want to tell me because she was afraid they would send her out for, you know, to the ER. Is there a name for that? uh, Is that like Reiki or anything or is that just? I mean, I mean, that is one form of healing. Reiki. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? The Christians probably would call it uh, the gift of knowledge. You know, other people would call it intuition. Do you know somehow? Yeah, there's, yeah. I And see, that's the thing. It's like exactly what, you know, exactly my point. Um, I, I went on to, eventually I started going to this church. It was supposed to be non-denominational and um, it ended up being like a Pentecostal based church. They did healing there some, but not that much. I couldn't, when somebody needed healing, I, I could not sit in my seat. Like I had to go up and I had to touch them. I had to lay my hands on them. Sometimes I would even like, uh, like, I think it happened twice where I'd like shake, um, and sweat profusely. And, you know, it's, it wasn't like adrenaline or anything. It wasn't that I can't even explain it. I, I don't know. I haven't read, you know, a lot about it. All I know is what I feel and um, what happens. I trust my intuition. and um, But anyway, I quit going to that church, and I just kind of did my own thing at home. And I still had that feeling. I could still heal people. And so then I was like, man, this just doesn't make sense, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe in healing. They think you're demon-possessed if you say you can. Some churches believe in it. Some don't. You've got people from India that worship multiple gods, and they practice, you know, different types of healing and Reiki and stuff. And and I was like, what is the one common denominator with all of this? Because obviously it's not a religion or you know, all these multiple gods, you know, it's, so I thought to myself, the common denominator is energy. Mm-hmm. You know, our bodies are made up of energy. Our, our heart, our heart, you know, runs from uh, electrical impulses. Our brain has synapses in it, you know, and neurons are, you know, just, um, so that, that was my answer to, uh, why I was able to do that, why it feels like a magnet in my hands, a hot magnet. You know, um, Sharon, people can go ahead. Yeah. People can feel it from, uh, they, if I hold my hands up when they're feeling like that, people can feel it like a couple of feet away. Wow. 
Wow. You know, uh, Greg Braden, I really like Greg Braden. He's a, a scientist, wouldn't you say, Dan, and um, yep. a researcher. And he did a, an experiment that was filmed where they, they could see a, like a monitor on the screen. And they had this lady where you could see her tumor. And so they had these people that were all different um, religions. They all didn't believe the same, but they all did their their way of sending a certain love energy to her tumor. And they watched it literally. They just kept saying these this word that they all. Mantra. I think they all agreed on a word, like a mantra. I think they all agreed on a word, and they said it. And pretty soon, they started saying faster, faster, faster. And then, because they were watching it literally on the screen, shrinking before their very eyes. And wow. then, sure, sure enough, it was gone, and she was healed. And so what was cool about it, he was always into using many different multiple religions of people. And then he did another experiment around really, really uh, severely polluted water that was very dangerous, had a whole bunch of people get around it, all holding hands. And literally that water went from horrible, dangerous, can't drink it, to absolutely perfect, perfect water. And, you know, under the microscope, you could see the beautiful crystals that came from it now, whereas before they were ugly and horrible distorted looking emoto wow yeah that's right that wasn't greg braden that but he told that story didn't he um but yes what's that ajimoto or um i forgot the guy's name that studied crystals so lots of people have done these experiments with different religions and so it's not just christians and you know i i find it interesting that christians don't want to believe that healings are are for today they think it was during the bible times only to bring glory to to the fact that jesus came and died and i'm like no way i have seen so many including my own husband not dan this one as far as the miracle is concerned but I've seen a guy healed of blindness, my husband and his leg, I saw it grow out and then he could walk perfectly straight, whereas before he he was numb from the waist down and then he walked perfectly straight for the first time in his life because he was born mm-hmm. with one leg, one leg shorter than the other. And I've seen so many miracles and yet these people don't believe and I don't, I don't understand it. Do you? Mm-hmm. Weird. Well, I mean... In my in my opinion, religion in, was developed to control the masses, and you know if if we limit ourselves to what someone else says that we're capable of, then that's all we're going to be capable of. And if I be, I sincerely believe, and I know a lot of other people do, if we project our positive thoughts, let the love grow in our hearts. Um, for ourselves, for other people, um, and just let that love grow in abundance and let the energy flow from us. We're all capable of healing, healing others. I'm not, I'm not trying to say I heal cancer and I heal this and I heal, heal that, but, um, you know, I, I have seen it work miracles. Uh, a friend, a good friend of mine, as a matter of fact, who um, is a Native American flutist, he's a master in Reiki. He did some healings on me, and I ended up being medicine-free. Um, I have post-traumatic stress disorder, and after several healings that he did, um, and a certain type of meditation that he developed, I I've been medicine free for three years now. Wow! Most people deal with that their whole life. Yeah, they do. I mean, I I still have some anxiety. I won't lie, but um, it's not off the charts. I'm not 
you know, wanting to sleep my life away. I'm not shutting myself in my house. I'm actually back to work. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it did me a lot of good. Wow. That's so cool. I also had PTSD, Sharon, and, um, I, they put me on DSF and anyway, I just decided, you know, I'm never really going to get to the bottom of this if I start relying on all this stuff. And I just said, after about a year, I'm like, nope, no more. And I just had to deal with it. And there were a lot of tricks that I had learned. And boy, they sure helped me. So I also rarely have uh, the PTSD come upon me. But when it does, it feels like anxiety, really, really bad, kind of Mm -hmm. foggy, foggy brain. My lower back will hurt. And then that'll eventually make my ovary hurt. And so I know. And I have to calm Mm -hmm. down, relax, breathe. But there are ways to overcome it. Thank God. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Wow. Especially this guy, this Indian guy. Yeah, that's so flutist. neat. I love it. Hey, Dan, look at the time already. Man, you believe it? Tell you what. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, looks like we're going to have to uh, take a commercial break. But when we come back, we'll continue our discussion with our guest, Sharon Tyson. And uh, we're so enjoying this, Sharon. Yes, we are. So, guys, you're listening to Heart 2 TWO Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. If you'd like to contact Sharon, you can go to her website, which is xjw-help.com. For more information about Heart 2 Heart Radio Show, visit Heart to Heart Radio Show or check out our personal website, which is Prodigal Journeys. You're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. All right. We'll be back. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. They're here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. 
So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. All right. We're back. You're listening to Heart to Heart Radio Show with Dan and Ann. And our guest this hour is Sharon Tyson. And her website is, um, for more information, is www.xjw-help.com. And our show is called One Wild Ride. And it's about abuse, recovery among Jehovah's Witnesses and other cult survivors. And we were just finishing up with some of the spiritual things that uh, Sharon did in her in her life after she got out of the witnesses. And she actually realized another dimension of, of spirituality of God in her. And Sharon, I just want to say this, you know, a lot of people, and we don't have to go long on it, but a lot of people, after they've come out of the witnesses, they don't seem to recover. And I just wonder if you have any advice before we get into all the things you're doing. What would be some advice you would give to somebody who's coming out and they just can't get this stuff out of their head? Well, uh, the first thing that I would like to recommend is that they seek a really good counselor. Um, and it's especially important for your children. If, your ch- if you've left and your children are, if you're seeing signs of depression and anxiety in them, Um, or if they're isolating themselves, um, becoming more introverted, it's very, very important that you get a good counselor. Now, uh, a lot of people that are on, um, say, government assistance, they will qualify for counseling. Now, you can go to, like, a children's center, but um, what I've seen is you need a good psychotherapist if you can find one that's a forensic psychologist, they are especially important to help with cognitive behavioral therapy. So um, I would I would say that's the best that's the first step uh, in recovery. Then uh, the next thing you can do is at least for adults some some NAMI uh, organizations. It's an international organization. It stands for National Alliance for Mental Illness. Um, almost every major city uh, has a support group nearly every week or every other week that you can attend. 
and uh, they be- actually can become like family to you. And it's someone that you always have to talk to, um, and it really helps you to deal with it uh, if you develop post-traumatic stress disorder from leaving a high-control group. You know, Sharon, these witnesses have so much fear around that those are worldly people and that we have no business talking to them. And even though they're out, they still have that same, you know, brainwashing and fear around doing such a thing. So what would you say to those people? Well, um, you know, at some point, uh, you know, each person has to come to terms with you know, they have to ask themselves and they have to investigate, you know, whether it's at the library or online and figure out for themselves is, is what I, you know, what I came from, is it the truth or was I lied to? Um, and then once they establish that, you know, that for themselves, um, (laughs) I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, but you know, once they, once they, uh, you know, establish that that's what they came from, eventually you can let your wall down a little bit and you start to realize that these people that you thought were worldly and terrible and a part of Satan's world really are, can be some of the nicest people you've ever met in your life and they'll have your back no matter what. Yes. Mm. So you've got to give it, give it a chance. Give it a chance. Feel the fear and go anyway. Amen. Because, you know, I'm a cult survivor. Dan is a cult survivor. 40 years Jehovah's Witness. I was in uh, the Worldwide Church of God, which is Jehovah's Witness Jewish. And uh, both of us came out with a lot of fear, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of fear around God being angry with us. We got a lot of help through um, studying the 12 step. And going through those 12 steps, and that really helped us a lot, um, learning some basic, you know, survival techniques with regard to relationships, healthy relationships, which is so important because in the witnesses and in my church, the relationships were very dysfunctional. So we need to learn how to to live more functionally again, you know? Yes. Yes. And and one thing I'd like to say about that, you know, there uh, a lot of people turn, you know, when you, when you are a witness, you learn obsessive behavior. Yes. And when you when you exit, uh, not just the witnesses, but any high control group or cult, when you exit, a lot of times people exit with addictive personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And so in order to cope with their PTSD, many people self-medicate with drugs, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, some people turn to sex addiction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, you either need to go seek counseling or, like I said, the NAMI support group. Or, um, like online, uh, a friend of mine, Dwayne MacArthur from British Columbia, he started, as far as I know, it's the first recovery from addiction support group for ex-Jehovah's Witnesses. And it's uh, EXJW-RecoveryFromAddiction, and that's a support group on Facebook. Um, Also, if... Also, if uh, you're looking for a support group anywhere in the world, you can go to um, Miss Meetup, M-I-S-S, Miss Meetup on Facebook, um, and we list as many support groups in your area that that we hear of, and um, it's an open group, so any newbies or faders that are new to leaving, um, they can find help. How about That's scars? Wonderful. And how about scars and seven oh seven? Yeah, um, yeah. We have uh, scars.org. That's S C A A R S. 
Uh, Barbara Anderson started that. We have Roger Bentley and his wife, Karen, who uh, are running that organization. They're working at changing the laws. They lobby at in California at the state house, um, trying to uh, develop better laws to protect children from abuse, not just Jehovah's Witnesses, children in general, especially the sexual abuse. What's the um, seven Go ahead. And we have 707 Safe. You can uh, obtain that at romymaple.com, R O M Y M A P L E. And um, that is a new, um, a new nonprofit, and they offer support for survivors of any cults, and especially if they've been through sex abuse. But they don't have to have been, you know, have gone through sex abuse um, in order to get help from them. And we have a new nonprofit that's uh, started in Canada, and um, Angela Ola runs that along with Trisha from the VAA. That's a o r r a dot org. They it's a new one, so they don't have all the funding yet, um, but they're working on getting funding to help with education um, and a support network for abuse survivors. Cool. We wow. also have the we have the vastapostatearmy.com and you can go on that website and you can also there you can find uh, meetup support groups in your area as well and all sorts of supportive information. Um, Trisha runs that. We have uh, Cult News 101 out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And uh, we also have ICSAHome.com. That stands for International Cultic Studies Institute. And um, they, uh, they actually this year they're having a conference in England. Um, this last year it was in Pennsylvania. I was able to attend that. They have uh, conferences to educate people that have left. Um, and we have FACT. FACT is FamiliesAgainstCultTeachings.org. Um, their primary focus is on helping abuse survivors to heal. And we have, uh, I think I have one last one I wanted to mention. This is a new one. Uh, it's, it's new to uh, what we're doing, um, but they've been in existence for a while. It's called don't count me out USA.org. Oh, I like that. Yes, and that they actually help people that are exiting the justice system mm. um, and help them with jobs and uh, with their fines and to get on their feet again. And actually, yeah, actually, it's an uh, ex Jehovah's Witness that runs that. And she actually. Uh, I can't even say enough about Monique James. She's just absolutely amazing. Uh, but so, she is talking about adding a new program soon related to uh, the abuses that we've already discussed. So she's looking at helping us as well. So we've got about one minute. What do you want to say to someone who's really, really feeling like she's their got, whole world's falling apart? Yeah, oh, she's got, got a guest oh. speaker in Sacramento. Oh, I'll right. be speaking. Yeah, I'll be speaking. And thank you. I'll be speaking in Sacramento, California at the Witnesses Now for Jesus convention. Um, that's open to anybody. You don't have to be a Christian to uh, attend that. 
and I'll basically be talking about the same stuff and about my uh, the Glory Risk Guard Art Project. Um, it's an art program for children to help them to heal where I send art supplies to them. Mm. And uh, we're doing a a an awareness and an awareness campaign campaign in Mississippi, uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center, February fifteenth and sixteenth. All right. All right, guys. Well, you know, Sharon, <clears throat> Angela, we're going to have to wrap it up tonight. Uh, we've enjoyed our discussion with you, Sharon. Thank you for your work. Thank you for your great work and oh, all the yes. information you gave us. And uh, just thank you, Sharon. Thank, you're the thank, best. thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having me. I really yeah. appreciate you guys. You're both very lovely. And thank you can you. find her website, www.xjw.com. Angela? And we'll we'll be back next week, guys, uh, with Heart to Heart Radio with Dan and Ann. Uh, well, you can find more about our show by going to X Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. Our websites are Heart to TWO Heart Radio. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. 
No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand, live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.